You are listening to Mark Hatmaker Rough and Tumble Raconteur. This is a grab bag of old school Western martial arts, resurrected indigenous ways and empirical musings tinged with a heavy dose of respect, admiration, let's call it hero worship, for these hosses of yore. Hey crew, Mark Hatmaker coming to you from the Comancheria. Today let's talk a little about sex. S-E-X, huh? All right. Uh, actually, still, it's, it's conditioning material, but sometimes it's get a little bit of a candy or eye candy, I guess, if you want to uh, help uh, bump up some motivation right here. We're going to discuss some studies and uh, get down to what is the women, women really want, or at least look for. We're talking about the physical attributes here. Uh, we don't have to get down there being dependable, being a good all-around guy, having some character. Of course, that all makes the grade, but uh, we're going all on the, uh, the chassis appeal, the surface appeal here. Now, there is zero disparity in the sexes when it comes to enjoying eye appeal. That is, you know, both sexes enjoy looking at what's you know, unattractive member of the opposite sex. But there is a marked difference in the aspects or attributes that so-called make the grade for each gender. And that is uh, what might be, uh, for example, that might be high on the list for gents, might be mighty low on the list for ladies and vice versa. And I'm going to use an absurd analogy here. Let's say if guys were super attracted to a lady's thumbs, and so we're walking around, and for some reason we might assume that our thumbs are great, so we should paint our thumbs all the time or you know, put steroids in our thumbs and make them great. And then later on we find out, you know, ladies really just are all into thumbs. We're making assumptions about what we like. That means what everyone else likes. So these sorts of uh, surveys and, and such are really kind of eye-opening, allow us to see where there might be a little bit of difference there and allow us to help as featureists, or sometimes you might foster yourself when you're feeling... Uh, a little low about not wanting to maybe do the conditioning. If this sort of thing is important to you, if you're if you're on the market, or even more so, I think if you're not on the market, you got to do that significant other you love. You're with them all the time. Well, you're their one riding life, so you know. Make it a good chassis if you can. So an understanding of these differences can lead to better understanding, you know, better profile picks on your dating apps or targeted motivation, the conditioning department to attract or retain love. The, again, at the very least, it go a long way to correct some gross misunderstandings based on assumptions. And again, I'm going to go to an example. This time we'll go a more uh, crass Example, the male of the species, man, and I'm one of them, we enjoy a view of certain other regions that is out of all proportion the importance placed by the opposite gender. And this also leads to the same uh, assumptions of, hmm, I sure would covet a picture of what's down there. So she'll be equally enthusiastic about me sending this proud dick pic. Well, she will not be as enthusiastic at all. Not at all. No, no, no. That's a mistake, kids. To be fair, the female of the species having a different set of priorities, preferences, can make the same solipsistic assumption errors. On the other side of the day, they can attempt to feature attributes that hold a little sway while devaluing treasures. I mean, you're spending all the time, you know, getting the nails done in the nail salon, and really most of the time the guys are going, yeah, 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 I don't care. Uh, in short, uh, the genders assume, well, this is what I like and look for first, first so this is what they like, too. Uh, now, after these assumptions are way off base. So in part one of this, we'll do a part two later, and we're going to explore what is it that women really want. In part two, we'll flip the menu and provide the surface, uh, uh, the surface for the fair sex. First, we're going to need to define empirically, how do we know what women like? Well, science has a newfangled technology called 
asking them. Uh, there's been uh, question batteries were circulated regarding the attractiveness of physical attributes were uh, uh, distributed across every region in the U.S. And the male body was broken into nine attributes. Those nine attributes were one, face, two, eyes, three, abs, four, V cut, is in the letter V, which is pretty much uh, they're defining as the edge or the inverted wedge effect uh, created by the broad shoulders down to a slim waist uh, ratio. Five, legs, six, chest, seven, hair, eight, arms, and nine was just other. Now, naughty bits can and did show up in this category, but it also featured responses such as feet, hands, uh, rear ends. So in other words, guys, don't assume other to mean only one other thing, all right? It was kind of a a catch-all category. And even that other thing that we often want to send pictures of, didn't make the top of the grade. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, these question batteries were also backed by, and this is where it really gets useful, by eye-tracking software, where women were shown photos of attractive males. So the eye tracker recorded where the gaze went first, where the gaze lingered, and where the gaze returned to in male images, uh, those images that regarded as attractive. And why is the eye tracker backup super useful? Well, that's to adjust for reasons that sound good, and real reasons. That is off, uh, you know, we all know this. We often say what is socially acceptable as a mask for what's really on one's mind. Example, what statement is true? If you ask of a, a particular individual, one, Brad Pitt was really witty and charming in the interview. That's why I enjoyed it so much. Unquote. Or, quote, Brad Pitt is easy on the eyes. What did he talk about in the interview? Not a clue. Unquote. So, example, where the eye tracker lets us really sometimes hone in on what's going on. So, added value, a fascinating bit of info. To me, at least, these question batteries segmented the female respondents by geographical location, income distribution, and age to see if there were differences. And there were, and again, this is mighty useful. Example, let's say you're a man in your 60s wanting to maintain your spark. Do you want to spend time on uh, some attribute that was impressive to a 20-year-old or devote time to the luscious vintage you and the vintage individual you actually pitch woo to? So you want to play the odds, brothers and sisters. Play the odds. Now, yeah, don't be the old guy at the club, right? So the overall breakdown. Here we go. Let's go back to those nine body parts and hit them in order of reporting an eye tracker excitability. Again, we're going in order of the preference now. Coming in at number one, the chest. 24% of women said this is the eye candy draw. Eye tracking software backs it up, and the chest uh, seems to convey power, capability, and overall can do. Coming in at number two, hair. Okay, this comes in at 23%. That's just as one percentage point uh, off of the chest score. So never fear my balding compadres. It seems you're not out of the game. The kindly female gets it that many men lose their hair. The crux is being whether luscious locks or shaved scalp, cleanliness, care, attention to the top of the noggin appearance. That was the key on the whole thing. So uh, luscious hair, great. But also at the same time, just, uh, you know, keeping a good cranial appearance there. What does not make the grade in this hair area comb-overs, toupees, dyeing one's hair, dirty hair, sloppy haircuts, and the ever-present hats. Turns out all these things were uh, no-goes. So I'm going to give you an uh, old man's hair anecdote here to find out. So again, this is, comes in at number two. It's just a smidge off of number one. See, the missus and I have been together for decades. I mean, I have sported a shorn, tight haircut for those same decades. I mean, I started as this very young guy, just, you know, shaving it down. I mean, it was getting pulled out and wrestling, so I thought, I'm not going to have it. I was shaved down when she met me and on through the years, and she has stated to me on many an occasion, I quote, well, I think long hair in a man is a hard new all right, so a few years back, I go in for knee surgery, and uh, since I know I won't be back on the mat for a bit, in a bit of petulance, I skipped cutting my hair for a while. 
went through that long, awkward phase of weird lengths with her and most everyone I ever met saying, what the hell are you doing there now with that hair? So it finally hits around Tars in length, my kind of sort of goal. And I say, well, I guess I can cut it now. And she says to mention, uh, essentially what Lisa Bonet said to Jason Momoa, uh, who was, Bonet was married to him at the time. When Momoa offered to cut his hair, uh, she said, do it and we're done. So uh, she, always a hard no, turned out. Not so much. From that time forward, I've been a big believer in if you got it, use it, whatever your attribute is. All right. If you ain't got it, do it the Jason Statham, uh, Bruce Willis, Samuel L. Jackson style. Work the baldness like a feature, not a bug, because this is a hard, hard, hard yes for the ladies. Number three, arms. 19% love an arm that says strength. Now, keep in mind, when you break this down deeper here, keep in mind, seldom is the swole roided version that men themselves dig and use to signal other men the one that was being talked about here. So think about this. Consider this, that it has been who are far away uh, the biggest consumers of muscle magazines and uh, muscle YouTube channels and stuff. If enhanced physiques were the feminine draws, some claim we'd see a more equitable consumption in the sexes. It turns out we don't. It's not even close. It's like 98% men uh, consuming this. Uh, it seems men use steroids to impress other men. Hmm. Intriguing. It seems women prefer a strong arm, a strong man uh, within natural limits. The uh, Charles Bronson arm versus the Schwarzenegger arm. Often two jacked chest arms or other body parts was seen as overkill vanity, a signal that too much time was spent at the gym and perhaps not elsewhere. And just by the way, I'm just reporting here, kids. Don't jump on me. I'm just saying, hey, this is what the lady's saying. I'm just saying, all right? Number four, abs. Here again, we're not talking bodybuilder abs. Think more Brad Pitt Fight Club. Also, this only comes around 13%. It's not that high on the roster, so yay, right? But do not despair. Uh, wait till we get the age breakdown. There's also some really interesting news on in, uh, how this moves up and down the gradient a bit. Number five, that V-cut, that wedge, the uh, wide shoulder slim waist edge comes in around 9%. Okay? Still up there, but you know, pump that chest and that arms and keep that here in there pretty good. Number six, well, that was the other uh, that comes in around 7%, and we're saying whatever they're, they're, uh, they're, they're fill-in-the-blanks sort of thing here. 7% is our mysterious other. The smart money on the uh, subject of so many on is not the, the picks that people want to set, but actually is on the tush. And don't read that to me. Ah, so women really dig this. I'll send a photo of my ass. No, don't do that. No, no, no. Read that 7% to mean the high, tight, gluteus maximus that signals power inside one's clothing. That's how the presentation was appreciated. Coming in at number seven was the eyes, a measly 3% garden, uh, garnered by our peepers. So eyes are there, like it, but only 3% are going, it's important. And this is really, really useful to many of us who might be a little bit of uh, aesthetically challenged. Is number eight, the face. Uh, how many people put that at number one? 2%. That number should be a draw dropper for men as eye tracking software. Men put this attribute way, way, way higher. It kind of blows their mind. They're not even paying attention. Again, see part two for what the ladies, uh, for ladies, for what you might want to emphasize for yourselves. See, number, uh, 2% is both good news and explanatory for us men. It explains how we often see a cauliflowered eared guy like me, a weathered face, me, still garner a bit of favor. That is, if the body parts higher in the list are well attended. So let's face it, let's say like Daniel Craig's kisser is not worthy of a male model, but he rocks the higher placed attributes and becomes a sex symbol. Seldom does it work the other way around. That is, if uh, we seldom see 
a female model with uh, all attributes working, the face is uh, less so. It can happen, but seldom. With guys, it happens a lot as long as the other valued attributes are higher in the list. And coming in last place, number nine, legs. That's 1%. That's it. 1%. Now, some will see that as an excuse to skip leg day. I'm not advocating that. But if our priorities are in a different direction, you'd never skip upper body day. You'd clean that quaff or buff that head and trim that chassis to reveal that V-cut and other eye-tracked coveted candy. Now, let's uh, do a couple of words about ranking my region. I'll spend very little time here as the above breakdown is uh, pretty much holds. But suffice to say, the western and northwestern states put a lot of stock into that coveted chest. The Midwest leans a bit towards the strong arms, and the South put the chest and hair neck and neck. But still, you have the overall breakdown of, uh, we had in the original nine that, that still comes in. Now, ranking by income, that gets a little fun here. Income was uh, ranged from uh, zero to $24,999 per year year all the way up to 150,000 plus per year okay this was subdivided into $25,000 increments and the rankings in the initial section hold sway with an interesting skew at both ends of the scale that is uh, right there from above 25,000 all the way up to 150,000 everyone seemed to like pretty much the same thing but at both ends of the tails women with low income really really dug the strong arms and women at the top of the scale loved them abs now, while all in between, I tracked the chest. That was just hands down on this. The takeaway of this, uh, know your markets, gents. All right? Now, pretty much, again, keep in mind, these are broad, general uh, uh, question batteries here. It doesn't mean it holds specific to your individual that you, you're you pitching woo to, but uh, it kind of gives you a long way to know where uh, where things stand. Now, preference through the ages and the variance. This is fascinating. All right? Again, the main scores of the nine hold the big truce, but the altering taste of the gender's age, well, again, the ages were broken up uh, in around five-year increments. So, for example, starting at uh, ranging from the ages of 18 all the way up to 65 plus. So it'd be like 18 to 24, and then, you know, like 25 on up. Women's preference for strong arms, this is just a constant through the years. It seems like 18 to all the way up to 70s, 80s, uh, women go, yeah, strong arms, that's pretty awesome. But that whole V-cut thing, well, that decreases through, through the years. It starts out to be a big deal with the 18 to 24-year-old group with that narrow waist, wide shoulders, with a gradual waning with each progressive five-year jump, which is kind of useful to us as if uh, some of us pack on a little bit as we go on. If we maintain these other edge, strong arms, a strong chest, and you know, take care of what's uh, the exposed head, whether that's scalp or hair, uh, that's a little bit better. It's not an excuse, but it's uh, it's uh, heartwarming, right? The moral, the younger the man you are, the more you want to work on that V-cut. Now, the 25 to 34-year-old group. Uh, this is interesting. This is they hold the face to be the least important feature. They, but keep in mind, in the face, it's already very low attractant anyway. We know it's way, way low, just above the legs here. So uh, for the most part, it's husses for all we uh, ugly men. Women are really remarkably kind to uh, busted faces. Uh, that's that's terrific. Now, starting around age forty-five, women start digging the chest a lot, a lot. Each passing year from forty-five on, that chest keeps grabbing more and more market share. That's what keeps it so high on the list where some of the strong arms and chest are competing. But then as the age uh, starts uh, climbing for the women, that chest becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. That's food for thought, my compadres. And women over 65, well, the chest is big plus, but also this group more than any other group, just dig a man with beautiful hair. My guess is scarcity economics. How often do you come across it? Who knows? So the moral of the story 
we shouldn't train. Well, we should train because it's good for us. And we should train because it supports our combat training goals. But there ain't no harm in making the candy sweeter if you are on the market or off. I say even more if off the market and in a committed relationship. You love someone, they have to see you day in, day out. You wouldn't deny them a night out of their favorite restaurant, would you? Of course not. You love them. If you're in a committed relationship, you are the only restaurant they got. So it seems the height of good service to look at the menu of nine and do your best to make those top-tier items as tasty as possible. Sure, you may think it doesn't matter, and she'll say she loves you just the way you are. You're the cream in her coffee and all that noise, but throw some eye-tracking software on those uh, sweet comments. Everybody likes candy. Run a good candy shop. And ladies, I uh, I try to set the men straight. Part two, I'm coming for you. We'll see what uh, uh, men are really after, so buckle up for that. And again, uh, you know, we, of course, we have our unleaded conditioning uh, material. If uh, you want to try any of it to uh, attack some of these nine uh, uh, attributes, of course, uh, almost anything else uh, work as well. I just happen to think this is super efficient. Go over to our store, ExtremeSelfProtection.com. Like, support, share the blog. I'm told the algorithm loves that sort of thing. And uh, technology rules the world. That is, uh, I don't know how this stuff even works. Take care of yourself, girl. Well, if you dig what we just discussed today, uh, I'd like to invite you to like and subscribe to the podcast. Hell, support it if you want. I'm not your dad. Do what you want. And if you're a glutton for punishment, uh, just visit our website, ExtremeSelfProtection.com. You'll find links to the blog, all of our products, and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of more pages of like musics. <laughs>